Black, stop playing with him. Sauce Talk is here, another episode. Just got done doing a little, you know, I, I, it wasn't a counter punch, but I think, you know, Ness gave me a little extra time today on this one right here, talking on the boxing voice, you know, letting the, uh, the callers call in. I just try to get out there and get that voice out there, Sauce Talk style. And uh, I was wanting to talk to, you know, boxing fans that takes their time to want to listen to me and talk shit about boxing. So thank you to those who do take their time out to listen to me. And, um, you know, we all know what we're here to talk about. I mean, today is the day of weigh-ins for Regis Prograde, Devin Haney. You know, we over on the East Coast, you know, it's popping over there on the West Coast. It's happening on the Bay Area, you know, uh, Chase Center's going down home to the uh, Golden State Warriors. I think that's probably going to get kicked off uh, so it'll probably be 8 o'clock here. It's probably whenever they're going to do the weigh-ins and all that stuff out there. It's probably going to be 5, 6 o'clock, maybe 8 or 9 here p.m. All I can say is, is that with the excitement of weigh-ins is just building up more to the fight. And the fight now, we're talking about the card. I mean, like, of the names that's going to be fighting. I mean, it's been a long time since we've seen champion Ebony Bridges. She's going to be fighting. I mean, we got, we're going to get to see Andy Cruz, the big-time superstar amateur fighter, Olympian, you know, the gold medalist, the man who went out there and beat the likes of Shakur Stevenson and guys like that. Um, uh, um, uh, Keyshawn Davis, uh, excuse me, not, I sit there and said that Shakur Stevenson beat Keyshawn Davis. Beat Keyshawn Davis in an uh, Olympic fight. So, I mean, like, it, it is it is pretty cool that we get to see, you know what I'm saying, a good, good undercard building it to the main card um amari jones uh, somebody that's been working out with uh devin haney he's gonna be fighting uh he's 10 and 0 9 ko's i mean he is a problem uh, he's gonna be sitting there fighting cannot wait for that i mean we got you know some of the things to talk about other than that in the future of the sport uh for the end of this year of course we got deontay wilder and anthony joshua sharing the night um, fighting Showtime's having their last uh, event. So we got things to talk about. Shakur Stevens is still out there running his mouth. I mean, we got, uh, I think a, a big, big thing to talk about is uh, is Tank Davis, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Isak Cruz, do we really want to see that? Uh, not really, you know what I'm saying? What should we want to see out of Tank Davis uh, moving forward? Him, you know, trying to be the face of boxing. Uh, Canelo Alvarez, we're hearing the rumors of him wanting to get in the ring with not David Benavidez, but we're hearing names that I should not be hearing. I believe I've heard a name like Edgar Berlanga. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? I'm hearing, um, what was it? What was it? What was it? Uh, 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 possibly Mike moving back down to 160. I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, no. No, 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 no. David Benavidez is what the next fight uh, Canelo needs to be fighting. But time will tell. Uh, 
you know, I mean, don't, I mean, what do you mean to tell me you're going to go out there and fight Caleb Plant again? You know, these rumors that I wish I ain't hear a rumor of that, but it's just like, you never know. It just, it's just wild. It's pretty wild of what could be said out there in this boxing world of what is going down. And I think that whenever we hear about that dotted line being signed in the actual announcement, people will be like, oh boy, oh man, I don't know, man. I'm hearing this, I'm hearing that. And, you know, sometimes rumors come out to be true, some don't. That's why with certain sources, you shouldn't believe them or not. You know how many times I think Ness from the uh, Boxing Voice, he sit there and, you know, knows people that sit there that they're right or wrong. How many times they sit there and say, okay, we're not listening to that guy no more. Uh, it makes it easier that way, you know. Me, you know, I read here and there. I, I do my research. I, you know, I keep my ear to the to the to the to the internet of what is going on you know what is popping off you know pbc that's another big time news getting a home a network at amazon prime amazon prime not you know messing around you know what i'm saying getting right to it i mean the particulars are saying that they are going to be having pay-per-view events that's not going to be added you know to the uh to your amazon prime account you go have to pay the pay-per-view price, you know what I'm saying? But there is going to be a section, like a shoulder-type deal to where, you know, you're going to watch old fights. You're going to be able to watch the pay-per-view fights maybe the next day that you purchased. You know, you're going to be able to uh, watch mini docu-series and things of that, that build-up. Probably they're going to watch behind the scenes and stuff like that. They're going to put in documentaries. They're going to show old fights, pretty sure. So, I mean, like, it's going to be pretty cool. So, that's the big news of this week, other than Devin Haney and Regis Progress locking up tomorrow night in the Chase Center. Which is it's coming very soon. And the shit has been on fire. They've been talking shit for the past few months. And it's been it's been very candid. It's been very uh, caught on camera. It's been on YouTube. It's been on each other's channels, respectively. It's not no 24-7, you know, saying uh, all access on the Showtime or HBO. But it's, you got to make it. You got to build your profile. The boxer has to build a profile. And that's what Regis Progress and uh, Devin Haney are doing with their YouTube channel. So if you check out their YouTube channels, you will see that they are pushing the fight themselves. And, you know, how they're promoting it is just top-notch. And, I mean, the the, the weigh-ins tonight, but we had the face-off yesterday that went good. I mean, it was mic'd up. People were talking shit. The coach was talking shit. The Bill Haney, Bill Haney talking shit back to him. I push you. You know, it's just stuff like that. And then you got Regis sitting there like, you scared. Devin Haney picked him. So, I mean, like, you know, it's a lot of mind game talking, a lot of crazy shit talking, a lot of I'm going to do this, and then Devin Haney talking about get off my, you know, it's just like, come on, bro. I, we don't need all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hate when the athlete always be like, they're on my dick. It's just like, come on, man. Like, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. And, you know, I had to sit there and, you know, mention to somebody like, man, calling people dick riders is not cool. It's a little harsh. It's a little harsh. You know, it's like it would start fights in the street. It really would. Um, it just, that's just, it is what it is on that, on that front. But yeah, had a little conversation too, man. It's a little, little basketball hybrid conversation. Talk some boxing, talk some boxing with who, what, what NBA player would want a boxer. If an NBA player could play in the NFL, I mean, like it was a nice little fun little conversation with my good friend, my best friend, Sam, from Pick and Roll Podcast. Um, it, it just, I would say just an organic conversation about NFL players, uh, about NBA players, mainly LeBron and KD, um, 
would they could they could they cross over into the world of boxing or mainly what we were saying in the NFL because KD said he could play wide receiver. It's the only other thing I'm going to talk about as far as another sport, but boxing is just what the main thing that I'd like to push. Now, I know previous episodes, y'all heard me sit there and talk from football to basketball to, uh, hell, sometimes baseball. But I'm trying to push to more boxing. I'm trying to get boxing part of me, make that the brand. Sauce Talk Boxing, Sauce Talk, or just whatever. But Sauce Talk is going to give you mm-hmm. what you need if you want to hear the good stuff in the world of boxing. And in my perspective, my opinions, I think you will like my opinions. I'm not no person that's talking to you know, professionals every day. I'm not sitting there talking to trainers every day. I'm trying. I'm getting to that point, you know what I'm saying, to where I'm, I'm really being hungry, to where I'm going to try to be pushing doors down and really try to get the best out of it to try to make a brand and try to push this soft talk thing into something that I want to sit there and be like, this is my livelihood. And now, you know, I, I think, you know, that's one of the major things about pushing your profile, trying to just going for it. Just do it and see what the outcome. See if people like it. See if people say, man, right on, man. You don't know what you're talking about. Seeing if people give a damn, you know. That's the thing about it. And sometimes you got to spend a little money. So, I mean, like, I'm starting to see, you know, the things that, that, that kind of help you grow into something that you want to see, that you want to do, that you see other people doing that you love. And this is something I love, and that is talking about, the sport of boxing and this weekend and it's been a great last three weeks i mean the fights i mean hell we've had you know down to make the let's go all the way back to say shakur stevenson that nightmare of a fight i mean i hated the way it was but it was a big fight and then we have demetrius andrade and david benavidez go at it and that was a just whoo god you know the majors came out there action packed, and David Benavidez got action packed, and David Benavidez action packed is just a little bit more, I mean, debilitating. I mean, like, you know, the majors came out there throwing combinations, being fast, sudden, just really couldn't get nothing going as far as slowing down what David Benavidez was going to bring. And then David Benavidez brought a mean right hand, and next thing you know, the fight changed, and the fight was ended up being stopped by the corner of the majors, Andre. Shakur Stevenson ran the whole entire fight. I think we all know about happened with that. He even came out and sat there and said uh, about Devin Haney, talking about him being a hater and all that stuff like that. I wish it had that sound bite. But he quoted and sat there and said that people say I ran. They don't know nothing about boxing. Like, I don't know. I think I know some things about boxing. And I know that from watching that fight, whenever you can sit there and say, man, you can sit there and watch that fight and see that I, I won. And you watch Loma versus Haney and why people say he lost. Bro, I cannot believe you try to make that a comparison. Devin Haney fought. He fought. He stood in the pocket. He moved. He did everything. Went to the body. You didn't do nothing. You did not do nothing. So you went to, you didn't feel good. Your, your hand was messed up to your, 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 I don't know, bro. So, I mean, I, I just look at it like somebody I look very highly of. I'm very disappointed how the hell you went down. So I, I, I look at that and then we move to this fight. I will be very upset if Devin Haney mailed it in or if Regis sit there and did some crazy, stupid shit. So I, I, he, he's not being attacked, you know what I'm saying, he's at all, because that, that's not how I roll. But, you know, this year has been very, very good. And fights, Ryan Garcia fought Oscar Duarte last weekend. We got to see that. That was amazing, you know what I'm saying? That that was uh, 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 entertainment. It wasn't perfect fighting, but it was entertainment. We got to see... You know, some new things from Ryan, a shoulder roll that we hope we don't see again, but we got to see him move and punch 
him and get a guy frustrated. We've made him, you know, seen him uh, set traps. Now, people, a lot of people ain't saying that. We've seen him do things to get uh, Duarte in a position to stop him in the win he did. A lot of people are not saying that. Now, some of the upper echelon, you know, boxing talkers are sitting there bringing that up, and not a lot of people I listen to are not talking about how Ryan Garcia used the ring and moved and used uppercuts, the right hook, and used the left hook, used the jab, sparingly, needed to use it a little bit more. I kept on saying during the fight, I said, man, just pop that jab in his face. Don't sit there and just hold your hand out there trying to think like Floyd Mayweather going up against Canelo Alvarez. And I used that fight as an example about what Ryan Garcia wanted to do. I said, he looked like he watched that fight or something because he's holding a hand out there trying to get and then bring the right hand or throw the left hook or something like that. So, that's just my tidbit, my opinion. So, moving on. With Devin Haney sitting there saying that he's going to stop or I'm going to, I'm see, this is that this is that talk. That I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to stop you. I'm you going down and all this. I, I'm going to step on you. I'm gonna I, I, like 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 he's talking the talk of that he's going to come at him and there's going to be a knockout drag out fight and he's not going to do that he's going to move around he's going to box and people may consider that to be running because what he's talking see that's the thing that these boxers don't realize if you sit there and say man I'm gonna just I box you I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you a lesson so when you go out there and you actually do that people are not gonna be sitting there saying like ah oh, man he ran the whole time he he want to fight him that's what happens. That's what happens. You don't put forth what you talk. You know what I'm saying? Your mouth right checks, your ass can't cash. That is what you cannot do whenever you are trying to sell a fight because this fight has been sold. They had extended seats. It was 15000 and it was nineteen. So, I mean, when you have that involved with the chase center, you're going to have to do what you say. Now, we're going to have to find out. Put up or shut up. Read the same thing. Read is sitting there saying, hey, we went from, I'm going to stop you to, it's going to be 12 rounds of structure. Now we sitting there thinking that you're going to box a little bit. You're going to sit there and just beat him up. You're going to sit there and just make him quit. Like, are you got that ability? You know what I'm saying? He's got a sneaky left hand. I mean, he knocks a really down with it in the, in the early rounds. I mean, can he, you know what I'm saying, be Sutton? Can he be, you know, a person that's going to, I think with his style being southpaw and wide foot, kind of how he is with that sneaky left He's going to have to do certain things. You know, he's going to have to muck the fight up. He's going to have to get dirty. He's going to have to sit there, Orlando Salido, to fight, as I said on the boxing voice. He's going to have to get down and dirty. He's not going to have to follow around. If he starts following Haney around, getting jabbed in the face, and then whenever he wants to exchange, lose those exchanges, smother his punches, he's going to lose every round. And then people are going to be like, we knew it. He ain't beat nobody. He picked on somebody. He got their belt. And then that's there more hating instead of saying, well, he did what he do because he's that type of boxer. Now you got Tiafimo. You got other guys in front of you that may want to fight. If he wants to fight a a Josh Taylor or somebody like that, who, you know, may somebody might want to move up into 140 that's down to 135. Somebody might want to move down to 140 that's at 147. Unlikely, but never know. <laughs> you never know. Some people sitting there saying that, you know, Ryan Garcia, you know, and, and Devin Haney should happen after this fight. If he gets past Regis' program, he's got to get past him now. Now, it's not an automatic win. We've given Regis a chance, a puncher's chance. Somebody is the stronger fighter in this fight. It is Regis' program. He does have the power advantage, but he don't have the feet work. He don't got the skill. He doesn't have the movement. He can't punch and move. He can't. He was, you know, Zorilla, you know, was trying to, uh, Zorilla, Zorilla, however you want to say it, 
he was sitting there moving and getting Devin, I mean, getting Regis to have to reset, have to reset. That's exactly what Oscar Duarte had to go through against Ryan Garcia, and that's why Garcia had to got the victory because he didn't let Oscar get set and be how he wanted to be. So you got to move, move around. Terrence Crawford, same thing. Sets traps, make you do that. He's going to get you in a spot to where you're thinking, oh, I'm going to get you. Just like uh, Earl Spence, leaning in for that jab to the body, trying to come with a power shot, getting a bing, bing, bing. And, it, and it's like, oh, God, it hurts so bad. That's what happens. So that's all I'm trying to put in the air and the atmosphere. Whew, man, I tell you, man, tomorrow night is going to be crazy. Ebony Bridges, man, she's going to be fighting. Somebody coming off a loss. Um, I don't know about that. I mean, then we got, uh, I can't wait to see Amari, James, uh, Amari Jones. This kid that's on episode two, but he's been on both episodes, but episode two mainly uh, of the Devin Haney side of the All Access Man had me crying, man. That man said, I tell you one thing. He said, I'm going to beat the shit out of this. Woo! He said, he said, I can't make this up. I can't. I mean, and, and that was crazy, man, from from the first time I saw him on the first episode, I said, man, that man just got fight in his eyes, man. He got, like, I'm going to do some bad things, man, in that ring. He just got that it built inside to where he's going to handle business. Cannot wait to see that. Cannot wait to see that. I'm going to be putting money on that as well. Cannot wait to see. Cannot wait to see Amari Jones get in the ring. Then we got Ebony Bridges. You know what I'm saying? It it just it gets it gets it gets better. It gets way better than that. You know what I'm saying? We 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 get to see um I forgot who else who else was sitting there getting in the ring uh um that we're gonna see. Let me let me let me let me see. Let me let me check it one more time here. Hello. to be 100% correct on that. Yeah, that's who it was. I was excited about Montana Love was going against Liam Paro. Montana Love, man, is a good fighter. 18-1-1 going against an undefeated Paro. I'm, I, you know, Montana Love does, is not active. He's not a big-time active fighter, but I would love to see him back in the ring. And, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think he can win this fight. I think he win this fight. This Australian kid, you know, he's he's you know he turned pro in 2016. Um, he won he won the uh, local gold in 2018. He's won 14 wins via knockout. He's a puncher, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he beat Brock Jarvis um, in, in in October. So this is a good fight for him. Montana loves a slick fighter, somebody that can be you know rough and tough sometimes at moments. So we're gonna see. We're definitely gonna see. Um. I, I, I look. It looks like. Uh, I, I I really I seriously think Montana Love's gonna win this fight. I do think. I mean, you look at the records, or you think this man is a puncher, knockout punch, knockout artist. I think Montana Love is gonna get that done. Ebony Bridges is going against Mio Yoshida. Like I said, Mashida um, is coming off an injury. I mean, this is a lot of things coming with that. And I think Ebony's going to win that easily. I think this is what it was. It's going to be a nice little uh, warm-up for maybe bigger things for Ebony Bridges. Andy Cruz going against Hector Tanahara. 21-1. Um, 21-1-1. Got one draw. Um, he, this is a good fight for Cruz. Cruz 1-0. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to get his feet wet. Second fight. Second pro fight. 
We've seen a lot of them in, in amateurs. Did a lot of dancing, a lot of, you know, Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg had one of the funniest video clips, you know, uh, uh, laughing at, uh, Andy Cruz uh, and Keyshawn Davis sitting there don't know what is going on, <laughs> but he lost. And then Mari Jones is going against uh, Callisto Madeira. Madeira is 14-4. Uh, I just can't wait to see this guy get in the ring. He's 2-2 two two in his last four fights, though. Lost his last contest in August against Kevin Newman. So, I mean, this is not a good man to be picked. You know, I, I just feel like Amari Jones is, like, coming up. He's 10-0. He's picking, he's picking the, I guess this fight was given to him for somebody that has been experienced in the ring with 14 wins. But, man, his last four fights, it's not looking good for uh, Callisto. I'll tell you that. Um, Destiny Jones, uh, she's another good fighter that I want to see going up against uh, Beatrice Ferrer. She's 3-0. So the super featherweight girls is going to be pretty dope. I mean, um, I don't know the Shamar Canal. Jose Antonio Meza, but hey, I'm in to see this whole card. I want to see this whole card because I'm pumped up. I can't wait to see it all because I've seen some highlights of fights of Mario Jones. He's got a good long jab and he's powerful. He's like Tommy Hearns, man. He's like the new version of Tommy Hearns. It's the best thing that I can sit there and say an endorsement of him. He's the fucking new Tommy Hearns. And you know, Ebony Bridges, she's the best above world. She can sit there and light you up, you know what I'm saying, on the modeling tip. And then she can light you up entertainment on the boxing ring. So, I mean, like, she's just bad all around. I married a girl. I mean, she is something else. But she can box. And she's, you know, in that accent is something else. So, that's another person. Montana Love, I'm telling you, could win this fight. I think he's going to beat the Australian. You know, I think there's going to be one Australian that's winning. And it ain't going to be him. I'll tell you that. It's going to be Ebony Bridges. Now, in the main event, of course, Devin Haney. Regis Progress. Hopefully, nothing you know what I'm saying? Leading up to this fight, nothing happens. Everything's good. I love the Bill Haney. He tells everybody on his side, hey, don't touch Regis Progray. Don't touch nobody. Don't make no, no postponement, no nothing. We can't mess the bag up. I'm glad he delivers that message to the entourage. Uh, Regis' entourage has been hilarious, but cool. So, I mean, everything leading up to I mean, everything's been pretty goddamn spot on. I mean, you, you can't get mad at how... Um, how this how this thing is going to come about? I mean, like it's it's just it's going down. It's really nothing more to say, but just getting ready for that opening bell and what's going to take place. Like I said, Devin Haney's going to have to you know establish the first few rounds and let everybody know that I'm up three zero. I think that's probably the best thing that he could do is like I'm up three zero. There's no problem here, and get Regis on a defensive you know on a sense of corners and are saying you gotta. Uh, you know, if everybody's panicking and then he's coming back out there for the fourth or fifth round, that's where Devin Hayes is going to have it. Now, for Regis Progress, he's going to have to come out there with a mindset of saying body shots early, catch him. You know, you're going to have to get physical. You cannot stand there and wait and think what he's going to do. You know, his reaction, like, he's quick counter puncher. I don't know what he's going to do. He can't wait. He's got to die. He's got to go. Now, you can't go wide head punching. Get established in the body early, and then they can open up some things to where hopefully in the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth round, you can start hitting him in the head. Lomachenko was able to hit him in the head because of the great skill and, and the timing and stuff. You're going to have to go with just being Orlando Salido. Like, he should watch Orlando Salido versus Loma. Like, you watch. Uh, uh, Jose Luis Castillo versus Floyd. Watch 
those fights because you're going to have to learn Marquez versus Pacquiao. I mean, like, you're going to have to watch certain things to see how can I just get in the way of slowing this down so I can do my thing and not make me look stupid in the process. Orlando Salido beat Lomachenko because he mucked the fight up. He got in there and, and, and made it physical for somebody that was like, whoa, what's he doing? He fought like an amateur that night. But it, but but Devin's not gonna fight like an amateur. But you're not no you're far far away from amateur yourself, Regis. But the thing is that you're gonna have to punch and move. You're gonna have to sit there and just constantly, man. If he tries to get out of there, throw a body shot to the right, like Canelo did to Danny Jacobs. Like you know, it's like fights that go through my head when I see those certain things. When it's like, yeah, that's effective. Every time he try to exit, pow, body shot. Where are you going? I'm coming with you. He's gonna to have to do that in his southpaw stance. He's gonna to have to. He's gonna to have to track, hit him in the chest, hit him in the arms. He's gonna to have to constantly throw a jab. That's another thing that power punchers don't realize that throwing a jab helps. George Foreman did it. Throw the fucking jab. Lennox Lewis can knock people out. He used the jab. Jab one two. Jab turns the uppercut. You know what I'm saying? Jab can help you with that left hand. It's sneaky. You know what I'm saying? You already you already stand in an awkward situation. And it just, it, it can benefit you. Throw the jab to the body. Throw the jab upstairs. It's going to be beneficial for you. I'm just trying to be helpful here. Those are my tales of the, I mean, those are my key to the victory for both of those fighters. Like I said, Loma, I mean, like Loma got hit in the body a lot by Devin. Devin is going to go to the body. I already know he's going to. He's going to find ways to dig to the body. He's not scared of what Regis can bring. He's going to be evasive. He's going to move. But he's not scared. He's going to stand there. He's going to pow. Then he's going to jab. He's going to move. He's going to be like, I told you, I cannot box you. He's not going to be moving how the way Shakur was moving because he's already knowing that I'm here. I'm right here. The only thing that Regis can do to prevent that to happen or, or at least slow that down is hit the body. That's all he's got to do because he's sitting there thinking that he's going to headhunt the first three rounds. The fight is over. And then you might get hit enough to where you might get stopped because you might confidence. You might get tired. Those are when, you know, fighters that you think that, that won't get stopped get stopped in that fashion because a lot of frustration sets in. Just saying, you know, Gotti wasn't going to go down. Toro Gotti was going to have to, like, Buddy McGurdy was going to have to close that fight down. He wasn't going to go down. But fighters, you can tell that they might get broke down and just call it quits. The same like Ryan Garcia. The, <laughs> like, you know, it was a fight. And but as soon as he got that body shot, it was like, oh. <sighs> and it was just like, I'm not getting up. You know, I'm I'm done. I'm done. You know, Rigandale realizing that two rounds, I can't do nothing with this man. Loma, I, he's good. I can't. I can't. Call the quits. You know, somebody going against Matias who don't want to get off the stool just knows like, man, this motherfucker crazy, man. He crazy. He crazy. So I mean like thirty one years old, still searching for a fight in here. I didn't turn I, I didn't hear he didn't turn down a fight. Come on, Matias, I think you're better than that. I hate to say that, but you've turned down a fight against Tiafima. We don't know how real that is. I got to look into it all the way. And I'm just hearing that off the, off the rip. So uh, there's my keys of victory right there. And like I said, we're going to end this out talking about the main point. You know, uh, of course, you know, I want to say that can't wait to see Deontay Wilder back in the ring. It's been some time since his last fight and happened in a knockout fashion. And we got to see Anthony Joshua last time knock out the person that Anthony uh, Deontay Wilder knocked out years ago. It's, and, uh, Hellenius. So now they're in the same arena. They're both putting their gear on, but they're just not fighting each other. They're fighting, fighting on the same night, nice, same arena. 
not fighting the same guys, but we will be seeing Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua. I think it's December 22nd, 23rd. Be 100% correct on that. I think it's one of those two dates. I think it's the 23rd. 23rd, 24th, something like No, I think it's 23rd. I don't want to say. Um, was it the 19th or something? I, I'm, I'm going to get the full date on that. I just know it's before the end of the year. I know David Morrell is going to be fighting. I'm pretty sure Lara is going to be fighting. I'm, I don't know if Keith Thurman is still fighting or not, but I, I'm pretty sure that I'm 100% knowing that David Morrell is going to be fighting for the last uh, Showtime event that should be coming up on the 16th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 16th or 17th? I think it's 17th. No, it, 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 yeah, it, I think it's 16th because my birthday is 17th. I know that's my birthday's on a Sunday. It might be the 18th because I think it's, it's that's supposed to be on a Sunday. But like I said, I'm spitballing right now. Uh, my main thing is on what's going on tomorrow night and also what happened with yesterday and the great news of Al Heyman, PBC going to work, trying to find another network, Showtime. Like I just said, they're going out of business on the sports side of things. And now PBC was looking for a home. People were sitting there saying, God dog it, go to uh, 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 zone, you know, D-A-Z-N, you know, head on over there. People was calling it Dead Zone when it first started up. I wasn't a big fan of it. You know, the commentary was a little offy. You know, I didn't really like the people. They got a little better now. The fights are starting on time. You had a big time problem with the zone fight starting at a Canelo fight starting at 2 30 in the morning almost, man. Like, what are we doing? You know, that got better and then i started dealing with the zone a little bit better so you know it is kind of crazy you know that we have these great fighters that are on different you know uh under different umbrellas to where it's hard to get fights together because they're like you know i come on this side of the street i'm on this side you come over here we can talk but i'm not coming over there because i feel like i'm better than you so it's so much of that that's why we have two sides of the street three sides of the street you know used to but Matchroom and Golden Boy are together, and they're now going to be, you know, going up against PBC, who's trying to run things with, with Amazon, maybe possibly another network. But Amazon is going to put it on out there because the advertisement, I mean, mm-hmm. advertisement can be on their boxes, could be, you know, could be something with advertisement on, you know, pre commercials, their ads. You know, whenever you go into Amazon, pow, there it is right there, can show you, hey, PBC coming, big event, you know, who's the first pay per view? Is it going to be Tank? You know, versus whoever. I don't hope it's. I hope it's not Pitbull Cruz. I don't want to see Eastside Cruz again. Um, could it be? You know, Spence and uh, uh, Crawford the rematch. You know, what big slate? Because I believe, I believe the first pay per view that what they're gearing up for is March of 2024 for the Amazon PBC merger. That should be the first big time pay per view card for that. Um, like I said, just newly agreement. So March 2024 is supposed to be the big match. So it can be Tank, it can be, you know, uh, Jamal or oh, Jamel versus uh, Crawford. Who are we? Who knows? You know, PBC got some good fighters, and it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be some good fighters. Me wanting to know when they fighting. So I mean, could be a good marriage. You know, the one thing that I can say that with, you know, being able to talk to somebody that you know at, at a little bit there, a little briefly. In understanding that, yes, you know, Al Heyman has been, um, got network here, network there, network here, network there, and never have finished, you know, or not say finished, but had to move on. And, I, I and, and you know, with that, you know, you put that on him or you put it on the sport of boxing. You know what I'm saying? I think 
sometimes you kind of put that on the sport of boxing because sometimes with these networks, they just like, you know, but granted, granted, the sport of boxing wouldn't get that if these umbrellas like PBC wouldn't stall out good fights. And I think sometimes they do do that. Now Heyman is kind of the forefront of that because he does not want to sit there and go across the street and meet somebody halfway and say, hey, let's make this fight happen. It's almost kind of like a recruiting play to him to where he makes things look sweet over on his side and try to get people to come over and get a fight that they've been dying to get because they couldn't get it because he's at difference with their promoter. So I think that ploy sometimes bites him in the ass to where networks be like, look, man, we, we done. And then he has to move on. So, I mean, like, it has been NBC. It has been Showtime, CBS. It has been Spike. So, I mean, it's been so many different things. With PBC, it's been a, a pretty tough situation. And he keeps getting new deals. And that's the positive part. But how can you keep the deal in place for years and years to come? You look at Bob Arum, I think his deal coming up at the end of 2025, I think, or 2026 with ESPN. I'm pretty sure they're going to re him up. I don't think that Tiafimo thinks he knows every single thing. It's like, oh, man. Give ESPN another six years. It's going to be done. The zone going to be done in another seven years. Man, shut up. You want $50 million a fight is the reason why networks don't want to deal with boxing because they're like, God damn, we got to give Al Hayway about $600 million. Pay these bastards. Because y'all thinking that y'all are Floyd Mayweather and you're not. God, I might buy a counterpunch and get back on the boxing voice and talk my shit. But I'm just saying, that is crazy to think that that, that there's so many boxers that think that they're privileged enough to sit there and have so many pay-per-views that, that is going to end up being shitty because people are like, I don't want to pay for that shit. And that's the real. You know, I think somebody's mentioned that, you know, people are cheapskates, they're, they're freeloaders, but for real though, do you want to pay $70 for horse shit? I don't want to pay for Tank and uh, Esau Cruz again. I want to pay for Tank versus goddamn Frank Martin rather than that. Tank versus uh, Shakur. Tank versus Ryan Garcia rematch. I don't want to see him at Cruz again. Get out of here. Get out of here, man. I don't want to see that fight ever again. That fight was done had. Esau Cruz is not going to be nothing great in the sport of boxing. I'm not here to disrespect nobody. Nothing like I'm here from the eye test. He didn't look good his last fight. He just had to go crazy real quick and he got the win, but he ain't look good out there. Just like Navarrete, Emmanuel Navarrete. People gush over him. I don't really. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. You put him in there with, uh, 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 what's his name? That beat Dogbo. I bet he beat Navarrete. I bet Bell beats him, the, the kid from uh, London. I bet Bell beats that motherfucker's ass. I'm just saying. Excuse my French. But I'm just, I'm, I'm preaching. I guess I am. But just being serious. Some of these boxers are just too damn entitled or just too crazy thinking that, oh, I need eight. You know, Reach is going to make a very respectable $2 million. You know, Devin Haney's making respectable money tomorrow night. They're not crying for $100 million? Like you, Tiafimo? Like you, Jamel? Like you, Jamal? Andre? And y'all not putting forth the resume to even get that or making your profile... Motherfucker can't even be known at a WWE event, Andre. You can't even be seen, uh, Terrence Crawford, at a damn Packer game. But you want $50, $100 million fights. But you can't be personable or profile. You can't be Floyd. 
Floyd was to be seen, the smile, the arrogance, the this, the that, the everything. Burn the money, strip club. What you going to do? Y'all don't want to follow that, that blueprint, but you want the benefits of it. The dividends. Shit. Open the book. Read. Follow. If that's the case. Because that was the blueprint that he showed you. He went from pretty boy Floyd and wasn't doing shit. It was Rocky Maivia. That's what it was. That's exactly what it was. It wasn't nothing great. It wasn't nothing grand. It wasn't nothing, you know, for sure. It wasn't nothing, you know, saying like, oh my God, like, like it was getting booed. It was getting fucking trash. Rocky Maivia, the pretty boy Floyd, it was getting looked over. It was like, oh, another undercard for Floyd. Ain't another easy win. He looks good. Another stoppage. You can do that all the way up until you get a pay-per-view fight when you turn 30 fucking three, 34, Demetrius Andrade. Or you can sit there and grab the, you know, the, the bull by the horns and sit there and say, man, I'm going to change my shit to Money Mayweather. I'm going to change my shit to Money Mayweather. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I, I, I got to be the bad guy. Now, I'm not going to be that bad guy that, you know, the people are going to, you know, be like, man, we can't have him here. But we're going to be, the, I'm going to be the bad guy where <laughs> I'm going to be like, I own this motherfucker. And y'all got to pay to see me lose. Bottom line. Bottom line. Bottom line. Pay to see me lose. That's all. That is all right there. That is all. That's all he did. Tiafimo, you're with your MO and what you're doing the past three years, you're not going to get you $100 million. You're not being the bad guy. You're being hated and you're targeting black fighters? They get smart? Like, come on, bro. Like, come on. You're a great fighter. I think you are one of the best fighters in the world. I think you're a pound for pound top 10 guy. But your angle, your gimmick sucks. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to do something different. Because I think that you do have the ability to be great. I think you do have the ability to be something in the sport of boxing that's going to ever be remembered. Just like the Roberto Duran, the Haglers, the Leonard's, the, the Tommy Hearns of this era. To be like, man, you Haney Tank and possibly maybe who? You know what I'm saying? Terrence? I mean, I mean not Terrence, but uh, um, Shakur? If he gets his head out of his ass, you know what I'm saying? Y'all could be those next four kings. Think about that. Y'all young in y'all's career. Y'all need to get it together. And y'all can make a lot of money in this day and age of boxing. That Tommy Hearns, Hagler, Leonard did get to make that type of money. But they made their money. Because they are the forefathers of what boxing is today. Of TV and being endorsed. How Sugar Ray Leonard was at fucking uh, uh, doing commercials that boxers never thought about doing. Muhammad Ali was doing roach spray commercials. Sugar Ray Leonard was sitting there doing 7-Up. Tom Harris driving around the Corvettes and shit looking cool as fuck in the streets of Detroit. Could go anywhere. Could do what he want. Hagler, same thing, but just keeping a keeping low profile. Changed his name. You know, cool Hagler. Roberto Duran out here wilding. Came to America. Loved every minute of it. 
They enjoyed it. The four kings. Y'all can be the future of that. Just saying. It's there. It's there for the taking of that. Build your profile. Give a damn. Don't keep getting on freaking Twitter talking about whining and do some talking some shit to some boxers and get some fights signed and get in the ring and whoop some ass. That's what does it. Now you think Pacquiao, Triple G. Because sometimes if you're not Floyd, if you can't be The Rock and Ric Flair, if you can't be Stone Cold, sometimes you can be The Undertaker. Sometimes you can be, you know, uh, uh, those guys that can't be great on the mic, they can be good in the ring. Or could just be that that that, that presence. Hagler was that guy. <laughs> Triple G. I just think that y'all are doing a disservice. You look at Devin Haney, he's doing it the right way. Bottom line, flat out. Building a profile. Look what's happening. He's doing it the right way. It's the only thing I can say. Doing it the right way. So we'll see tomorrow night. If he can continue on the dream, the nickname he's changed himself to, which should nickname yourself. Hope somebody gave that to him. But we're going to see if Regent Progre can stop the dream and make a nightmare for him, and then he can continue on his career at 34 years old and see what can happen maybe at 147. Because now he's got so much that he can do. That's all, that's all we can sit there and say right there. That's all we can say. And with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get on out of here because we have things to do. And with that being said, I can say congratulations to Al Heyman, PVC, for finding home. Hopefully we can get more particulars, more information that I can sit there and talk about and hopefully debate or discuss with a guest or two. We'll see what happens. But like I said, check out this nice little organic conversation that turned into a debate. And, you know, it's kind of funny, entertaining. We will see what's popping. But y'all have a good one. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the fights. Sauce Talk, I'm out. Real quick, you know, having a quick uh, discussion on something. And I just want to say this, and he can say what he's going to say. I just want to say that to the point that he just said about just, just a quick little understanding of saying that if LeBron James had a love of football other than basketball growing up, but he would have just been some offensive lineman that we just never would have known. Or would he have just been such a spectacular player because the God-given ability of what he's able to do, jump, run fast, and be that size. Because that's what we always say. Because we look at speed, even with the video clip of him playing football with Kevin Durant and his brother and stuff, it was a lot of athleticism out there. And all I'm trying to say is that if their mind was focused on that sport growing up, what they would have been and how they would have played it and being a unicorn in that sport. LeBron James wouldn't have been some regular offensive lineman. That's like saying Drake is going to be some choir boy somewhere. Somebody's going to find that kid and be like, man, we need to get him in the studio. He's doing some magical things and he turns into what he does. LeBron James, is, if he's have a love of football... And he's practicing, he's doing this and just doing different things on the football field. He's kicking, punting, or he might be running this, da 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 da. Somebody's gonna be like, man, you could be a hell of a tight end, wide receiver, defensive end, something that makes the big bucks and have your name remembered down the man, and it was a Hall of Fame in the history of football. There's no way 
that LeBron James would just be categorized as some offensive lineman. He played football. So I know. And my point is that he <laughs> scoffed at it and just got all state for no... He didn't even get... I guarantee his effort was at a five. If if At if, a five. If at, he, a, at, a, at a school that wasn't public. If he was 25% he played, on the football field of what you're saying... He would have stood out like a motherfucker. If he would have played public, if he would have played public school high school, if he would have played public high school football in Ohio, he probably would have gave more effort, and probably would have stood out more, and probably would have been fucking nice. He went to a prep high school and just went out there and was like, "Watch this." LeBron is playing the sport he is supposed to play. This (laughs) man was not going to be. No fucking NFL star if he would have put his mind to playing football instead. No. That nigga was a basketball Did Kevin Durant want to say what he said? Kevin Durant, the same way. That nigga KD wasn't playing no damn football, man. I'm not seeing it. No. No. This nigga talking about Melo would have been a Our good defense, DN. Defense, it, like, bro, stop you it. imagine how physical? No, man. You are crazy, no. bro. There, like, I, like I told him earlier, there is I'm a... I'm not saying Shaq could be a fucking There NFL is a player. difference between basketball physicality. There's a difference between basketball physicality and football physicality. And if you have ever played basketball... Like Draymond Green couldn't be a football player? He, Are you he, kidding me? Draymond Green... Just because he stood beside no, a football player? No. And he, then, oh, man, look he, at it. Like, he took snaps on, in that game on senior night. He looked like a fish out of fucking water. Because there's a difference between basketball physicality and football physicality. Oh, you're talking about his football clip. Yeah. And if you have ever been fouled by a linebacker, Is that you going know with that. my point? Did he eat, sleep? Bree football, or did he just go out there and just play because his homies played? Yeah, I did that. I mean, come on, I'm just saying. I'm saying if they were fanatics, Russell Westbrook, a football fanatic, and he grew up to be a six foot three, two hundred some pound kid that might want to play free safety, smacking fuckers out there. These niggas was not 200-pound kids, though. Russell Westbrook was not huge coming out of college. Free safeties ain't 200 pounds in high school all the time. That's They're what like I'm saying. 180, so who's pounds? to say they even, like, you, you're you looking at their, their pro their bodies and, 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 and thinking and that that's what they're love, guaranteed and, and, and to grow into. their love of football. Of yeah, love but of football. just because, if you take them back to 12, who's to say Russell Westbrook grows to be? The same size so and cut are, up like so you he is what I'm now. Saying, what I'm saying, he might not even look the saying. same. Say like Deontay Wilder, for example. He's six foot eight, two hundred fourteen pounds. Say if Deontay Wilder wanted to play basketball. Say if he was just wanted to flat out be a hooper. And hmm. say if like his athlete, you know, what I'm saying like what like, person what, who can hoop picks picks boxing over basketball if they can play basketball. That's not what you do. You box because you can't hoop. Man, no, no, and there's nobody in the history of I anywhere know what you're who saying. picked boxing I'm not, over basketball. I'm not saying that. All the boxers, I'm they all box because they couldn't I'm, hoop, bro. Ain't nobody boxing who could hoop. <laughs> I tell you that right now. There ain't nobody, nobody boxing right now who had the chance to play basketball at a high level who decided not to and decided to box. You don't know that. <laughs> There's a lot of boxers in this world. There's a lot like Terrence Crawford actually was a football player and, and an all state yeah, wrestler. But boxing he could have went to the Olympics in wrestling. Bro, no, bro. But I'm just is, saying. 
I'm just, I'm just saying, bro. You're, bro, you're, 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 basketball is a is a high pay. People don't understand how athleticism works. And 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 like, I'm an athlete. I, I'm not saying you. I know how it I'm works. Not you but you know where like, I'm coming from. I do, but I just don't I'm feel like LeBron you. is a good example with that. I think that people is over. They overstating it, man. Kevin LeBron, Durant. Kevin Durant said he would if he had Patrick Mahomes, he would get 247 yards and three touchdowns. No, if he, he was an eat, sleep, and breathe football player. And wanted to play tight end or wide receiver. Tight end mainly. Tight end. And KD getting jammed at the line. He jumped. We're breaking his ribs. <laughs> He's not, though. It's just, I nah, I don't see them. I, I, would, I will say this. I, I see say this, Russell Le- Westbrook Le- Le- over, Le- over LeBron and KD. I would see yeah, Westbrook. Because he's shorter, of course. But I'm saying if LeBron James wanted to be a boxer, say if LeBron James had a level of boxing at 10 years old, he'd be a heavyweight champ today. Yeah, yeah but, through, through, through the years, through the years, through the years, he would be retiring. Because the like moment he picked champ. up that basketball and was good as that, them gloves was going to the closet. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this no more. Hey, I, I mean, I like to watch boxing too, bro, but there's no way you telling me <laughs> that if you could hoop, you're going to pick boxing. And I'm not saying that because don't basketball. Know that. Yeah, just I don't do, know bro. That. Yeah, I do. This guy's culturally there, have that love, like Roy Jones Jr. But you don't even end up hoop. having he that. Loved hoop. Yeah, he but you don't even end up having hoop. that love for hoop. I mean, for boxing until you f- decide that you can't hoop, because niggas is not boxing in the backyard. Niggas is playing basketball in the street, and you don't even pick up them gloves until you don't get picked up for that basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's what it is, man. It's cool. Like we need boxers, KD, we, we like to KD, watch. KD, I'm glad that you you're confident. You think I am too, but he's saying that because he think he gonna catch a bunch of fade balls, bro. <laughs> they are gonna chop his arms off soon as he gets his hands on that football. Being long in football is only good to a certain extent, and then it's just like it's too much. Like you think Jalen Ramsey not going 